I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Sun podcast in association with William Hill. I'm David Friel from the Scottish Sun. I'm joined today by Colin Duncan, one of my sports colleagues, and Willie Black from Willie Hill. Willie, welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me along to talk some nonsense days. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a special edition. There's a small matter of a game, a derby game on Saturday. Celtic Rangers, the Glasgow derby, old firm, known throughout the world. Colin, how do you see it going? Put you on the spot straight away. Well, I mean, as, as Willie will... I'll, I'll I'll get around to you in a couple of minutes. Celtic get into the game as strong favourites. I think they're about eight to thirteen, and it's hard to disagree with the odds given the start they've made to the season in comparison with Rangers. You know they've also got home advantage, and I think they'll be desperate to, to try and get a bit of exact a bit of revenge after losing to Rangers in the Scottish Cup semi final at Hamden last last season. I think Celtic probably do do hold the edge, and I think they'll probably given that the games at Celtic Park be too strong for Rangers at this season Rangers have struggled particularly at the back they've conceded too many sloppy goals so far this season they've got some injury problems Danny Wilson's a doubt Clint Hill hasn't seemed quite up to speed this season it looks as if they might throw Philip Senderos into you know, his debut that's asking a lot for a guy that hasn't kicked a ball for four months to, to go to, to Celtic Park of all places make a first appearance for Rangers I think the odds certainly in Celtic favour and I think with the pace they've got more options up front in the, in the forward areas I think they'll trouble Rangers it's hard to see Rangers keeping a clean sheet I, I think Celtic will probably win this one Senderos is one that you know fascinates me because I thought his day was a really good player but he's, he's almost fallen off the radar in recent years is that a calculated risk or is it one that Mark Warburton has to take because of obviously you're saying Danny Wilson struggling and Clint Hill's not been probably up to speed so far I don't think he has any other option I was at the game last weekend when he played against Linfield for 60 minutes that's the first time he'd kicked a ball for, for the best part of four months I think he played in May for Grasshoppers in Switzerland. He looked fine and he strolled through the game, but he was hardly tested. You know, it's, it's hardly a, an ideal warm-up for, for getting into a game like this. But I don't think the manager has any other options. Clint Hill just his legs, you know, seem to have gone. He, did, he doesn't seem to have the pace anymore. Danny Wilson's been out for the last couple of weeks with a calf strain. Whether he's going to be fit enough to go straight back in there, which leaves Kiernan, partner Kiernan, with with Senderos last weekend, and that would look to me like the central defensive pairing he's going to go with. But Kiernan's looked a shadow of the player that he was when Rangers beat Celtic in the Scottish Cup final. That was Rob Kiernan's best performance in a Rangers shirt, but he's really, really struggled to live up to that over the, you know, the end of last season, Scottish Cup final against Hibs, and he's looked shaky again at the start of this season. Well, if I could bring you in here, I think the bookies are happy to see the game. Bookies are absolutely overjoyed. Yeah, so it's a massive weekend actually for us. I think somebody had mentioned to me as an industry, I think we're expecting it to take about seven million pounds just this weekend on that old film game. It's a massive focus. You, you see, everybody's talking about it. Everybody in the streets want to know your opinion on it, and it's you know everybody likes to back up their opinion with a coupon on a Saturday. So yeah, absolutely. So where's the money going? Is the money all going in Celtic? Or? The money is predominantly going in Celtic. Yeah, absolutely. And Celtic are pretty pretty strong. Favourites here, 8-13, 13-5 the draw. Rangers, I think Rangers will have a 
huge amount of backers though, particularly those two are smaller stakes partners, mm-hmm. but 41 Rangers in an old firm game. Saw the last season that, you know, it's nobody under realms of possibility that Rangers just snatch something. Played really well in that semi-final, kept the ball. You know, you, you can argue it's a different Celtic team now, certainly looks to be a different Celtic team, but I think Rangers will have their backers at 41. Smaller stakes, I guess, maybe a 10s, 5s, a pounds here and there. Certainly Celtic will probably take the bigger money and most of the, the shrewdies, I guess, will be on Celtic. Colin, in terms of first scorer, just even the goal threat, Lee Griffiths has been someone with a knock, misses Scotland game, Martin Wycorn was just kind of playing himself back to full fitness. Is it crucial for both sides that, that those boys are fit and available at some stage of the game? Sir? I think Griffiths will definitely start. I think it was more a precautionary thing with the Scotland. I don't think there's any chance that EE on the not feature in the starting lineup. Whether Mark Warburton takes the risk and, and plays Martin Waghorn, I think about for about five and a half weeks with a hamstring. Came on last week for the last 20 minutes and looked okay against Linfield. More of a rest to pitch him straight into the, the cauldron of an old firm match. I think look, Griffith will definitely start. I was just looking at the odds earlier in the world you were doing a couple of first goal scorer um, goal scoring specials. The one that kind of stuck out for me was you know any player to score outside the penalty box. Nico Cranchar was 18 to 1. Now I think if he's going to score, you know, most of his goals seem to come outside the box. You know, scored last week, but he is dangerous from free kicks and set pieces. So that was one that might be worth a couple of quite a few specials around about, you know, that outside the penalty area. 18 to 1 Nico Cranchar, as you said, if these guys are going to score, they are going to score from outside the area. Some of the other kind of specials that I just having a look at, I think certainly my kind of thought process is a punter would be if Rangers are going to win it's going to be Kenny Miller and you're getting Rangers to win and Kenny Miller to score any time in the match at 9-1 to I guess the one that I suppose would be really interesting for Celtic backers Scott Sinclair to score you know he's come in and he's been an absolute fire and I'm, I suppose this is the game he's up here for this is it's one of the main reasons he's, he's come up to Celtic but Scott Sinclair to score any time Celtic to win you're getting 3-1 to your money so they're both enhanced prices for just to you know, I suppose again to highlight just how big an occasion this is going to be you spoke about, I mean, both, both speak about Kenny Miller I mean Kenny Miller has been a great servant. He's had a great career, but as you're saying, you know, even though he's 35, pushing 36 now, I think he's still the go-to guy for Rangers, you would imagine. You know, there's a lot of options for Mark Robert in that area, but Kenny Miller is still the one you think he's going to play. I don't think Kenny Miller's going to feature as much this season as he did over the last couple of seasons for Rangers. I think he'll probably be one of the first names on the team sheet for Mark Warburton at the weekend. You know, he's just tried and tested, and he always performs well in big games. One thing you can always say about Kenny Miller, you know, whether it was for or country when it was a big big occasion that's when he stood up to the plate and you know and he was you know he was somebody that could walk the walk and, and you know his record his goal scoring record in, in old firm games is absolutely fantastic for Rangers and Celtic he, he always just has this knack of coming up with goals and I, I think Miller will definitely lead the you know he's got some options there but I think he I think he'll definitely lead the line for Rangers on Saturday. And chances are if he does play as well Colin it's going to be cold to he's up against. Now for me I think Brendan Rodgers has made some good signings while he spoke about Scott Sinclair there, you know, as that guy who's come in and hit the ground running. I think Cole O'Toole's been the pick of the bunch. I think Cole O'Toole can play in Scottish football for another two, three years. The games that he's played so far, he's just strolled through them. And then if you speak to any other Celtic players and ask him about the influence that he has on them during the game, just the way he talks and guides them through and on the training field, they can't speak highly enough of, mm-hmm. of how valuable this guy has been. He's just exactly what Celtic needed, a cool head. You know, who, who's been there and done it, played so many big games throughout his career, been so many championships, you know, World Cups, African Cup of Nations, played big European finals, domestic cup final, he's got the premiership, you know, winning medals as well. You know, the, the guy's got the full collection. I don't think he's gonna be faced but you know by the prospect of, of taking on Rangers at the weekend. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at the scottysun.co.uk slash sport. One man who's a cool head at the weekend, Wally Cole. 
wee Willie, Scotland's best referee, just back from the Euros, he gets the game. Were you surprised? He's got plenty of experience. Why would you be? You know, that he's, he's been Champions League, he was, I think he was at the Euros, wasn't he? He's got plenty of experience, and I think, well, he's probably just been a bit unlucky that when he makes a mistake, he makes a hell of a mistake. <laughs> you know, that way. So the, the I guess the focus is on him. It's going to be a real tough game to manage. I don't think, looking at certainly the way Rangers played in the semi final, the way Celtic are playing under Brendan Rodgers, I don't think it's going to be the kind of blood and guts type of firm game that we've maybe been used to in years gone by. That said, in, in terms of odds, how do we look at the the kind of red card betting um, obviously you can pick your favourite for who's the red card but I don't have that in terms of red card betting you're 2-1 to one for a red card and that's much shorter than any other normal game so I think he'll have his work cut out but I think he's probably the right man to be in charge yeah it's a strange I mean you make a good point in terms of the way the teams play both, both play pass and attack and football but this game this fixture the derby, even just any derby, can do strange things to people. I, mean, I remember Lubo Maravchik basically fighting with Michael Moulds at Hamden once, getting dragged off each other. Now, they're two guys, you know, form guys who lost the plot. I mean, do you look at the two teams and think they've got enough about them to, to stay calm, keep their temperament calm? I really hope that after the game that we're not talking about <laughs> Willie Collum. That's the one thing. Oh, I really hope that we're not mentioning Willie Collum. That would be a good thing. There is a lot of old heads there on both sides, but there's also a lot of debutants. Guys who are going to be thrown in at the deep end. They've never encountered anything like this in their life before and probably never will. I mean, this is going to take them by surprise. It's all about how they handle it. But when you've got so many new faces, then, you know, they're always a worry somebody's going to get caught up in the heat of the moment and get carried away. Flip that, you know, look at the, the game at Hamden last year. There was a lot of debutants then. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily work out that just because they haven't played in it, they're not going to handle it and, you know, they're going to pick up a red card. To talk about the Hamden game, that game was pretty tame in terms of tackles and it was actually played in quite a good spot and see the actual back it was a good game four goals were shared it was a penalty shootout Rangers were the better team in terms of the passing so they had the better chances so I just wonder whether things have moved on and the two teams are a bit more just focused on football one person we've not mentioned who is going to get a lot of attention is Joey Barton now he's had a lot to say for himself Colin since he came up here is this when he needs to walk the walk as well as talking the talk most definitely Joey's he hasn't exactly set the header on fire since he came up here but I think he's also been struggling to reach peak fitness as well I think he was a little bit behind the rest of the guys when he came in started to look a bit more sharper in the last couple of weeks you know everybody's talking about Joey Barton Scott Brown going out hammering tongs in the middle of the park and if there's anybody going to be sent off that it's going to be Joey Barton I think that's too obvious I think he's he's too long in the tooth to get caught up in this. I think he'll relish this. This is part of the reason he signed for Rangers, you know, to play in these type of matches, to influence these type of matches. So I'm not sure that he's going to be, you know, sucked into it. You know, everybody's going to be, he's going to have a target on his back given the things he said in the lead up to the game. But I, I think that's that's what rocks Joey's boat. That's what gets him off. You know, I think that's why he says these things. It helps fire him up as well as fire the, the opposition players. But as you know, you look at his disciplinary record last season for Burnley in the Championship, which is arguably one of the most competitive leagues in Europe. And I think he had three or four yellow cards in the entire season. That doesn't scream out to me a, a guy that's got disciplinary problems, like which plagued him in the early part of his career. The same could be said for Scott Brown. Scott Brown's now in his 30s. He, he's obviously retired from international duty. He's focused on Celtic. He's a Celtic captain. You know, I think he was sent off you know, against Rangers a few years ago. But in, in recent times, he's calmed down a bit. Do you think it's it's almost the, the Barton v Brown thing has been built up a bit too much, Willie? Or, or do you think you will be getting punters into shops on Saturday morning saying, there's a five on Scott Brown to get sent off and a five on Joey Barton to get sent off? Do you know, it's a really difficult one. You look, you look at the way both are 
mean, not so much at Scott Brown. You look at certainly Joey Bartman on Twitter. He he's, seems to be spending his life just noising people up. So I think it's you spoke about that cauldron in Old Firm. You see when when they walk out the tunnel and that noise gets a bit. I think the tone will be set in the first five ten minutes. And I think after that you'll see what kind of game it is. But no, I think there, there is the potential. I think they, sh- they should be kind of too long in the tooth and too much experience to get involved in it. But it's an old firm game, so who knows how they'll both react. Keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sun Sport on Twitter. In terms of overall, Colin, I mean, Celtic are the favourite, Celtic are the champion, Celtic are at home, so they're going to have a go. How do Rangers approach this? I mean, Mark Warburton seems to just play one snail, talks about plan A, plan B, he's just doing plan A better. Does he tweak it for this? Does he go slightly more defensive, or do you think he has a go and, and say, just play a normal game, Celtic defence can be got at? What does he do? I think one thing about Warburton, he is quite stubborn, you know, he, and, he, and he sticks to his guns when it comes to the style of play. I don't think there's any chance he's going to deviate from the same system that he's played from day one as he came in and took over at Ibrox. Played that system against Celtic in the Scottish Cup semi-final last season and it worked. This season, I think he's got a bit of a conundrum when it comes to personnel. He had the personnel to carry out his system for most of last season and it worked well and it worked against Celtic. This season there's a lot of new faces in and he can't quite get that balance, particularly in the middle of the park. Too many players doing the same job. Don't seem to have the same chemistry. I think when they played Celtic last year in the middle of the park was Don Ball was in a holding role with Halliday and Jason Holt in the middle of the park. This season, you know, he's played Rossiter, Barton, Halliday and they're all too similar. They're all doing the same role. They're all just sitting far too deep they're not giving them enough legs further up the path that's the one thing that Jason Holt did give them it's I think picking the right body Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. To fill that midfield is going to be key to how Rangers got on on Saturday. And he's got you know, hopes coming back into the equation. Rossiter... Barton, I think you're either going to be one or the other and I think it's obviously going to be Joey Barton. I think he'll probably go with Josh Windass. He needs some legs in the middle of the park. Josh Windass has missed a few games with a hamstring injury as well but I think he might be the one surprise inclusion at the weekend. He's, he's good box to box, good engine, he's got an eye for a goal he can pick a pass but I think he might start with Josh Windass at the weekend. Is there also an element as well for, for Rangers you know, giving Celtic a head in the league just now they play a game less? If Celtic do win, it's a bit of a gap to try and overcome. You know, I think Rangers probably need to get something from the game. Well if Celtic when they go four points clear with a game in hand which could be effectively seven points but after five games of the season enormously you know so early on Rangers all of a sudden on the back foot playing catch up it seems a daft thing to say even at this ridiculously early stage of the season but if Celtic beat Rangers and beat them convincingly they could go a long way to the money in the title already 
would the odds change a lot? The odds are phenomenally short in Celtic just now. I mean, I had a wee look this morning just before I came in, and it was short at the start of the season, but just even though four points ahead just now, it's Celtic are one to six just now. So that's you, you give me six pounds, and I'll give you six pounds back plus a pound for your money when Celtic win the league. Rangers are five to one just now, so yeah, that will, I would imagine Celtic will go one to ten, and, and Rangers will drift in the market, which is incredible at a stage in two. Absolutely incredible, when you, particularly given that semi final last year. And just finally, just before we move on to the other games at the weekend. We spoke about Mark Robert. Mark Robert obviously won a Scottish Cup semi final against Celtic. How will Brendan Rodgers handle this? Colin, no problem at all. He's been the manager of Liverpool. He's managed huge games. Is this just one that he'll take in his stride? Liverpool derbies are big occasions in themselves. I think this is probably. I don't think anybody. I guess is probably a step up. You know, in terms of just the atmosphere, the frenzy, the the hype and hoopla that surrounds it but he seemed to handle the, the occasions down south with no problem at all I, I think he's one of these guys he, he's, he takes a lot to phase him mm-hmm. I think he, and he's, he's similar to Matt Warburton in the respect that he just wants his team to get out there and play football I, I don't think he's going to be you know he's going to get caught up in all the, the stuff that goes around and, and all the build up and I think he'll be totally focused on the game I, I think he can handle I'm sure he can handle it no problem at all Any just final predictions for the game? 3-1 Celtic I must admit, I think Celtic. I think there'll be there'll be goals in the game. I think probably one of the pick of the bets is both teams to score at eleven to eight. But yeah, I agree. I think Celtic probably three one. Current form, they'll just get a bit of a swagger about them just now. I think both teams to score, but I'll get a funny feeling about a bit tight and people think so. I'm going to go two one Celtic. Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. So moving on. There's all the games at the weekend, I know they've been overshadowed. I think every single game's on Saturday this weekend. Aberdeen, obviously they've got ambitions to go and challenge Celtic and Rangers and Hearts. For the league, they're at home to Inverness, Caledonian Thistle. To me, it's got a home win written all over it. Do you agree, Colin, Will? Yes, Aberdeen, <laughs> you'd be an odds compiler to be honest with you, with that kind of insight, but yeah, Aberdeen 5-6. to six. You know, just a touch odds on your money there, um, the draw 2-1, to one, Inverness 3-1. to one. not been overly impressed by Aberdeen's start to the season, to be honest with you. They've, I mean, they've, they've certainly invested in their squad and, and looked to have improved, but unless I'm mistaken, I think Aberdeen had a bit of a slow start last season, so, you know, I wouldn't be overly confident back in Aberdeen, but if I was forced to pick, I would certainly be picking a Don's win. It's, it's one Aberdeen, these are the games Aberdeen need to win at home against a team that's been struggling calling if they're going to go and challenge yeah if they're going to make any sustained challenge to Celtic or Rangers whoever else it is their hearts at the top of the table you know, they need to win those games yeah they're having a bit sluggish at the start of the season I think they have a bit of a hangover after the, the Europa League campaign so close but you know so far just might be just failing there in the, the final hurdle to, to go through into the group stages of the competitions I think that's hampered them a little bit they've also lost Johnny Hayes who's, who's their main player and, and the guy that makes them tick I think they've missed him a lot more than and people would envisage, despite you know Derek McInnes bringing in quite a few new players in the, in the summer. Inverness have struggled. They finally got their monkey off the bat, you know, in the, the last league game there be, before the international break. But you know they haven't quite hit top gear either. You know, fi- I think five to six is a, a decent price for for Aberdeen. I mean, I, I wouldn't be looking anywhere else but an, an Aberdeen home win. They did a lot of business, you know, towards the start of the transfer window. Got a few strikers in. I thought, I thought one of the best things towards the end of the transfer window that almost kind of flew under the radar a bit was, was getting Madison. I think it's James Madison from Norwich. Norwich paid two and a half. For this boy. I know Celtic have been looking at him as well. You know, he's a midfielder. I think, especially Ryan Jack's injured just now, I think Aberdeen felt they need to strengthen. I think he'll be a really good signing. Everybody I speak to about him says he's a proper player, you know, he's a proper midfielder who'll, who'll go on the ball and make things tick. So that's maybe where Aberdeen needs to strengthen. Yeah, it's very highly regarded. You know, we were actually speaking to Stephen Naismith when he was on Scotland duty um, last week and who has an orange with him and, and he couldn't speak highly enough of the, the young lad he's a real real talent he thought we'd go all the way in the game I think yeah, this boy could be something special down the road at Dens Park Dundee host Kelly Kelly I, I was quite impressed against Rangers you know I thought they 
we kept our shape well, we kept our focus well. In terms of Dundee, it's been a bit up and down. I've seen them at times, I thought it looked quite good. I saw them against Hamarakis and they really toiled a wee bit. I mean, the thing with both of those teams, you just don't know what you're going to get. They're wildly inconsistent from one week to the next. So it's so hard to predict. I mean, I've watched Kelly a couple of times this season. They were absolutely dire. And watched them against Rangers and they were excellent. You know, arguably, they, you know, they deserved him. Could have taken more and, and maybe could, would have done if they hadn't had a man sent off, you know, about half an hour to go. Really, really, really good. They've got a habit of raising their game when, it, when the bigger teams are in town or when they go to one of to the, to the big boys. It's games like this. When they struggle, when they're playing the teams around them at the bottom, in the bottom half of the league, that's when they've, they've been found out. Dundee, very, very, very similar. One week hit, next week miss. So it's it's anybody's guess how this one's going to go. Are Kelly still as uh, getting back to as much of relegation because at the start of the season, I mean, the same to cast. Yeah, he's brought in fourteen players or something. People say this isn't going to work. Kelly and Hamilton are both favourites for to, for that bottom position. This game is an absolute perfect example as to why, as a bookie. I love the Scottish Premiership. <laughs> you know, where do you, where do you stick your money here? I backed against Kilmarnock the first game of the season because I thought, as you said, too many young players, just too many players came in. Motherwell did me a turn there. Every time since, forget about it. They've just they've beat my, my accumulator every single week. Dundee's another strange one again. Having a look at the the outright odds in the league, bizarrely outside Celtic, Rangers, Aberdeen, and Hearts. Dundee are the next best price to win the league. Granted, they're at 251, but you know, they're, so they're expected to get to the, st- the top six by the money that's coming through the door for us. So, yeah, I think Dundee here, they are favourites 10 to 11, 2 to 1 the draw. Kelly, 11 to 4, so you know what? Who knows? Depends who turns up that day. They also signed Tom Haitley this week as well, which is a, a very, very good addition for them as well. I think a huge strength in the squad. He does bring goals, he does set up a lot of goals, so I think he'll do well for Dundee. In the, the capital, we've got Hearts versus Hamilton Ackies at 10. Castle, I would think Hearts, you know, strong, strong favourites to win that game. You know, I, you know, I think Hearts have started to hit a bit of form now after we stick it patch at the start of the season. But again, like Aberdeen, if Hearts are going to have any ambitions to challenge, these are the games you need to win. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I fancy Hearts here. Um, again, Hamilton have been a wee bit inconsistent. The, the, the fantastic performance at Ibrox earlier on in the season, but again, come unstuck against teams like Kilmarnock. So you know, they can raise their game, but I just I fancy Hearts here. Four to six probably looks a bit right. The odds on to win twenty three to ten. The draw Hamilton seventy two. I think Hearts will start to start to kick on here. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you? I feel a little bit sorry for Robbie Nielsen, you know, because it was a difficult start getting out of Europe. The Maltese opposition wasn't good enough, but in that, that's a real tough start against Celtic and Aberdeen. But he seems to have steadied that battle. I think they won five, won the last out. So, do you fancy Hearts to go and challenge again at the top like they did last season? I don't think they challenge right at the very top, but I think they certainly can challenge. You know, I think Celtic will win the league. I think they can certainly challenge Rangers and Aberdeen for that second and third spots without a shadow of a doubt. You know, their, their home form is good. You know, I agree with Willie. I, th- I think they, they'll be too strong for Hamilton in, in their own patch. They were they were slow into stride this season, but they did have a really 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 tough start and also like Aberdeen on the back of a Europa League campaign. So you know, it is you know when you're starting the season so early, it is quite difficult. You know, to, to get up to speed for you know in, in league games and. Also get cup games and midweek and things as well. So yeah, I think Cars will be too strong for Aki's and yeah, I think they'll, they'll certainly be up there. Yeah. Thistles and Johnson's the next one. The last and all, you spoke about these games where anything could happen. This for me is one. All that game. <laughs> yeah, a big fan of St Johnson. I think Thistle on a very really good team as well. It's interesting. We've seen a fair bit of money before the start of the season around about uh, Party Thistle. They're obviously starting the League Cup really well. Actually, interesting that Hearts and Aberdeen obviously never get never got those games in the League Cup. You just wonder how much of an impact that has in their form at the start. But yeah. 
Partick Thistle. They're actually second. They're favourites at home here. We've got St Johnson at 64. So St Johnson, there's not, you know, there's, there's not much between them. There's a, a bit of paper between them. But Partick Thistle 13 to 8. The draw 19 to 10. To be honest with you, the 19 to 10 looks the <laughs> looks the safest bet of the, the three of them. But again, it's just one of those games where you take your life in your hands, but any more than a pound on it. I think they seem to be calling two teams that will be fine this season. You know, I mean, I think St Johnson will push for the top six. I don't think Thistle will be too far behind them. But they're two decent teams in a league that's quite competitive yeah I mean I'd high hopes for this I still do actually this season I, I, I like the manager I think he's recruited well I, I think they could be challenging for, for the top six for the first time in our history this season I think they, they, they've been unfortunate this season the fact they've been unable to build any momentum the fact they were due to play Celtic and, and Celtic postponed that game so they could go and play a, a friendly against Inter Milan and, and, and Ireland and then played one game and then they get the international break so it's been really really stop start for Thistle they've only played three games and by all accounts they were very unlucky lucky two weeks ago when Hart scored late on to beat them 2-1. I think Thistle will probably get in the top six and I think they're probably a bit of value. I don't think there'll be much in it and St Johnson are a good consistent team but I think I'd probably back Thistle at, at the bigger odds than St Johnson given they'll be home advantage. And, and I meant to say one of the big transfer news is Will Pogba gone. <laughs> I mean, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> really me- merited a mention, did Matthias Pogba? I think he's helped his brother. I mean, I think everybody was trying. He was just going to make someone who's asking to get an interview with him. Yeah. Speaking about his brother, I think that's why he left. And just finally, uh, the last game up in Dingwall, Ross County at home to Motherwell. I might be wrong on this one, but I've just always got memories of Motherwell really struggling up there. You know, I think they lost quite comfortably last season, Ross County. I'm a big fan of Jim McIntyre, I think he's a good manager, I think they've got some good players in Boyce's scoring goals as well. Marvin Johnson's a huge loss for Motherwell, I think out with the, you know, the real top teams, I think he was as good as anything in the league. Home one? Yeah, I think I think I mean, Motherwell got a smallish squad, you know, there, there's not a lot of money rattling around for Park, you know, so they, they did struggle to bring in players with genuine quality over the summer. I think Ross County can build on what they did last season under Jim McIntyre and Billy Dawes are a cracking team and when you get as you mentioned them, I mean, when you get somebody in Liam Boyce in your squad, he's absolutely on fire when you get a guy playing at the top of his game, you know, he's, he's not quite Lee Griffiths, but he's certainly up there amongst the top two or three strikers in, in the Scottish Premiership, and, and yeah, I think he'll be a home one. Yeah, to be honest with you, the, the odds are pretty much reflective of, of what you guys are saying. Ross County, even money, 21 to 10 the draw. County have lost up and down more this season, so you know, I don't know if it's blind optimism in my part, but I think Motherwell might be a decent wee shout there at 23 to 10. Motherwell are one of the teams that I think are more than capable of, of showing up in your day, it's just as whether, whether you're investing your money in the right day mm-hmm. with Motherwell again, but I think 23 to 10's probably a, a decent price and maybe even money's just a wee bit tight for me in Ross County and is Liam Boyce really a guy that people have a wee flutter on certainly up and well you know we don't see a huge amount of action around about guys like Liam Boyce down in the central belt but yeah certainly up in the Highlands which is an, an area I have a fair bit of contact with he's the one that they all want to stay a couple of quid on yeah absolutely a top striker you know and I, I think you know I think Ross County I think Jim McIntyre even said that was you know missing out of was maybe helped Ross County because he's a, a summer break and he looks refreshed yeah, it does I mean it's, 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 he said himself it's fired him up. I mean, he was very unfortunate not to go, but as he sees, he's had the benefit of a, a long break and, and was seen from Matt Farm Aberdeen something like Niall McGinn. You know, he, he'd been away, virtually played non stop for an entire year, looked a bit jaded when he came, understandably, when he came back from the Euros and then he was thrust into the European game. So there's going to be a bit of a hangover of him where Liam Boyce has come back revived, refreshed, and, and we're a point to prove. And so far this season, he's certainly proven it. Well, boys, good weekend of football to look ahead to. I'm sure there'll be plenty of talking points next week. Willie, thanks for joining us. Not a problem. Colin, thanks again. We'll see you all next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.